welcome to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here with Alex Hudson. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Short and sweet. As you've not gone for a song. Song you've gone well, just for. I have in singing sense. hello. Singing hello in different ways. Why not? Why not? Welcome to our midweek episode. Of you don't want to test me and try and make me do another one. Of news and reviews. Yeah, this week both. This week, yeah, last, this week. Last week and the week before, none. Either no news or no reviews. Yeah. But technically the Logan trailer was a review. A review of a trailer? Exactly. Yeah. We're going to go into YouTube journalism. I don't want to go into YouTube journalism because they're all scumbags. I'm pretty sure it is a university course. <laughs> it probably is. Probably YouTube has set up their own university. It's run by... Oh, I would imagine um, it'll be Fred. Fred from YouTube's. We oh, we remember Fred, don't we? The really annoying high-pitched voice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we don't find out that he's died accidentally. I probably reckon he has. He hasn't. I can guarantee that for a You met him last week. No, I was researching him recently. I can't remember what for. Just for just for business use. <laughs> for business use. Yeah, I thought maybe I'd what cast... What is business use? Maybe I'd cast It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, yeah, so we're going to do some news and reviews. What reviews have we got coming up, Andy? We're going to review Jack Reacher. Never go back. Never stop stopping. Never stop never going back. Never go back. They've really asked for it with that title, haven't they? <laughs> I imagine the critics are having an absolute field day. Also going to do probably Bastille Day. Or The Take. I don't know. Might do that one. Okay, it's a film I watched a little okay. while ago. But don't say it if you don't know. Maybe Eddie the Eagle. Who knows? It'll be a surprise. Stop promising things that you probably aren't going to One of those two on. I will talk about. Okay. And also Skyrim Remastered. We can't wait for that film to come out. When's that? Now. But the thing is, you're yeah. actually going to do the news today, news What little news troubles have you been snuffling out, you little pig? <laughs> You're much meaner than I am on this podcast. <laughs> I say, what what truffles have you snuffled out with your news nose? And you're there going, oi, you fucking pig. Give me all your news bits. <laughs> Punching me until I throw up gonna, the news gonna nuggets. Gonna skin you for your news. The, the fuck is going Tasty on? Tasty little rashes of news. Stop it. Mm. Stop skinning me. Right up. I always tell you not to skip. Have it on a news sandwich. Right, hit me. Go. First bit of news. All right, so you know how we're really excited about the three sequels to Avatar? Are we? Well, no, but, you know, people are. Okay, yeah. Someone must be. James Cameron has said that he wants to do glassless 3D technology for it, so you won't have to, as in, you won't have to wear the glasses. This would be great for me, because I currently wear glasses, and then 3D glasses on top. And then I call you six eyes. <laughs> and I'll punch you, and then I'll skin you for your news nuggets. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he wants to do glassless 3D technology, because he believes that he is the leading light in terms of this stuff. Is that even possible? Well, they're looking into ways to try and to make it as as natural as possible now. The problem is, he's identified that 3D is a problem, but he's identified that 3D glasses are a problem, when actually it's 3D is a problem. Well, there's an easy way to solve this. Don't do it in 3D. Right. Oh, no, wait, don't make Giant Nintendo 3DS. Okay. That so didn't need glasses, did it? Which screen do you have to watch? The bottom one. The top one? I think it's the bottom one. 
I never had a 3DS, but... I don't know either. Well, you didn't need um, 3D glasses for it to work, so just build a giant one. Mm, in every put, cinema in the country. And put all your films on there. <laughs> all of your films. All of James Cameron's films. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, so as in he, he has He's one... He's got the pur- money. So he has one purpose-built Nintendo 3DS that seats, what, say, 300 people? The 3DS is going to take up a lot of space. Let's say, like, 20. This is not an effective business venture. Think about that. The expenditure <laughs> on a gigantic 3D... How big are we talking? Oh, it has to be like... I don't know, sizes. 30 foot. How big's 30 foot? It's quite big. There you go. 30 foot by 30 foot. No, it's, longer, sure it's that... longer on the length, isn't it? 30 foot by 50 foot. Right. This is not a big enough screen, I feel. Because the screen, screen. The sc- oh, the screen is thirty four. Yeah, sure. I thought That's you meant what the casing. Saying. Well, you said that the know. thing is longer than the. Okay, doesn't matter. So he <laughs> wants to make these things without glasses. What do you think? Do you think that would be good? I don't like three D, so. But like, it... I get annoyed when I want to watch a film in IMAX. Like Doctor Strange, for example. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch that in IMAX, but I didn't want to watch it in IMAX three D. But they only show it in three D because that's how they get money out of you. Speaking of Doctor Strange, which is, the review of that will be this Sunday. Yeah, it's so, already recorded. So That's in the can. Just dovetails quite nicely with what we've just yeah. been speaking about. Next piece of news. Okay. I don't want to get bogged down in the 3D debate. Timothy Miller, old Tim Miller, who left Deadpool recently. Ah, oh, that guy. Yeah. He is the executive producer for the Sonic the Hedgehog film. Oh, I saw this headline earlier. I couldn't be bothered to click on a news article because Sonic the Hedgehog has died a horrible death. Has it? It's It's been awful for ages. Oh, you mean the game? Yeah. I thought you and meant I the don't, film. And I, I was like, well, people... someone needs to tell Tim Miller because he's just signed on to a dead project. Well, I don't think people have an affinity for Sonic like they used to. Not enough hedgehogs around. Like, the thing is, Mario, for example... People always have an affinity well, for Italian apart from plumbers. The, apart from the... <laughs> Um, Why would you not love a trade failed movie? You know that game keeps reinventing itself and it keeps changing up what it does. To be fair, the failed movie also was a really good attempt at reinventing it into something that wasn't Mario. You have stuff like Paper Mario. Yeah, you love Mario Mario Sunshine. It was alright. You love Luigi's Mansion. Uh, I actually did. So So, don't fuck yourself. They reinvented it, but the problem with Sonic is they keep trying and failing, and no, you don't take lessons. Basically, what they do is they do games. There's a really good um, video, I think it was by Jim Sterling, mm. where he explained why Sega can't make a good Sonic game. And it comes along the lines of, every time they find an aspect of a game that works, they change the entire game. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think people have an affinity for Sonic anymore. I think it's a failing franchise, and Sega are just trying to... Drum- or. I don't even know if Sega own it anymore. I'm sure they must. Well, they still own it, but they they themselves just don't make any consoles or anything, so they just develop the games for other people now. Nintendo bought out Sega, right? Probably. I thought that was a thing, because then they did Mario versus Sonic at the Winter Olympics or something. Who knows? No, real real thing. That happened. Were they actually at... Yeah. At Sochi? Yeah, at Sochi. Uh, so, I think there was one. So you had like, I think there was one here are the competitors Olympics from well. the UK. Here are the competitors, and here are the competitors from, from, from. And here's a Sonic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good at certain events. Hundred meter dash. Yes. I don't really do that at the Winter Olympics. No, but he, they also did the Summer Olympics one. They did the Beijing Olympics. Oh yeah, that's unfair though. Someone's going to win the marathon easily. 
Is he going to win the marathon? Because it's a marathon, not a sprint. Tortoise and tortoise. Tortoise and the horse. The tortoise and the hair. The tortoise and the hair tells us that fat Italian plumbers <laughs> always beat blue hedgehogs. Is there any actual news from that, or just the fact that he's? Well, it's it's slated now for a 2018 release. Uh, it's going to be R-rated. It's going to feature Sonic just fucking the shit out of everybody. Tails. Yeah, it's just going to be banging tails all day. Just grabbing by his free. Tails. The R rating's obviously not true, but uh, it's. Uh, Dr. Robotnik will be the villain. Of course. In case you were wondering if it was going to be really. a lesser villain. Like, a henchman was going to be the villain. Will Shadow the Hedgehog be appearing? Probably. As, like, the dark side of Sonic. Will Knuckles be appearing? Oh, I want him to. No- Knuckles was good, right? I like Knuckles the best. <laughs> Knuckles was my favourite. I didn't have any affinity with the Blue Hedgehog because it was unbelievable. <laughs> Okay, um, The Flash. Yeah. We all love The Flash. Which version? The like, film. Uh, is that what we're talking about? Mm. Film? Okay. The Flash With film. Chris, is it Chris Lord and Thingy Miller? Lord and Miller who are writing it? I uh, believe they're writing it, but they've just lost their second director. Ooh. Yes. Uh, Tell me more, uh, <laughs> little news piglet. So... <laughs> Uh, Rick Famuyiwa, he has left the project, citing uh, he directed Dope last year. Uh, Not seen it. Okay. Okay, anyway, he's left the project due to creative differences with Warner Brothers. Uh, As the original Wonder Woman director also did, and the original (laughs) Flash director also did. So So who was the original one? uh, For Thingy, for, for Flash. Yeah. Give, no, a, give a shit, mate. This is this week's news. Not... Probably Guillermo del Toro. It wasn't. He said that he hates Warner Brothers with a passion. <laughs> Probably. If he didn't, he should. Uh, so they've lost another director due to creative differences. The differences presumably being he wants to make a decent film and they said, no, no, no. That's not, that's the way not we how do we things. work. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Warner Brothers find themselves in a situation again where they're going to have to hastily replace him. They're expecting to make an announcement very soon about that. Are there any rumours uh, on who? No rumours as of yet because the news has literally just broken. Uh, Am I on that shortlist? I'm pretty sure I'm... I've, I think I've already quit the project. <laughs> uh, I signed on. They wouldn't let me cast who I wanted to play The Flash because apparently Ezra Miller is definitely doing it. You really wanted Patrick the Flash Stewart? Twice. I would love Patrick Stewart to be The Flash. Fuck it, no. That'd be amazing. No, hang on. Dovetailing it in with the other news, Sonic. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, put him in a red suit, make him I relevant I honestly think again. I can make a good Flash movie. Put me in charge. I honestly think I can make a good Flash movie. Yours will be set in a retirement home again. No, what it would be, it would, okay. be, it would be called The Flash, right? And it would be about <laughs> a man who takes photos for a living and is uh, <laughs> Flash. I thought it was going to be like the story of the um, detergent or whatever it is. The bleach. No one's ever made that story. I want to know how that company came into being. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure that's just the product. The, the company's Unilever, I would imagine. Probably. Uh, yeah, so it's lost its second director, which is always good news. It's concerning that it's the second one. They've pushed back creative... the release again now, due to that. The thing is, I, I'm not too bothered about the film Flash, because... You think it's going to be shit? Cool. Well, I like the series. I think the series does a good enough job of exploring those elements. 
and I'm not sure what they can do that's fresh that the mm. series hasn't touched on yet. It's the only reason they're not making the Green Arrow film, right? Because Stephen so Atmale is nailing that. And it's the only reason they haven't decided to make Legends of the Future or whatever it's called. Legends of Tomorrow, Tomorrowland and the Future London. Is that what it's called? I think so. London, London is like a subtitle. Well, no, I think it was called Legends of Tomorrowland, London in the Future. I'm not Doctor Who, but I was in it. Oh, yes, he was, wasn't he? He, yeah. was, the, he was the psychic. Well, I think that that program maybe could benefit from doing like a London edition. Then they have like one set in LA, one that's <laughs> set in Beijing. You know, do different storylines. I've not, and seen then never make any episodes because I don't want to see that. <laughs> I've not seen enough of it to know that that's not the case. Series two starts soon, mate. Series two starts soon. Although, get me as director, I'm sure I could do a good Legends of Tomorrowland. Already quit, mate. Already quit. <laughs> Creative differences. I said I want him to play Doctor Who, and he said no, I wasn't Doctor Who, and I was like, well, you were in it. Anyway, uh, final bit of news this week. Okay. Deadpool two back on. Okay, that. back to there. Mm. Uh, so Tim Miller left last week, the week before. Do you know who the leading name is? Is it the Quentin Tarantino thing? Ah, uh, well, there's there's now a petition by some idiots. Because he's never going to do that. Quentin, well, he'll, he'll never do it. And also, if he does it, it'll be terrible. So it doesn't matter. I don't like Tarantino at the moment. <laughs> well, I can't remember who was saying it, but this, I was listening to a podcast and they went, um, it's some kind of like Black Mirror-esque episode where it's like, oh, Tarantino's been forced to direct... Um, Deadpool 2 mm. because a petition told him he has to yeah well this is the thing it's it's like oh okay so someone started a petition saying Tarantino should direct the next Deadpool and they've said oh but what if it gets into Ryan Reynolds hands because he wanted Tarantino to do it originally it's like yeah in an interview he said Tarantino would be a cool choice but obviously never going to happen because <laughs> it's Tarantino who doesn't direct other people's writing also a Deadpool 2 cannot be three and a half hours long we can't have that First one, 90 minutes. Fine. 99 minutes, something like that. No issue with that. You make Deadpool three and a half hours long, I'm going to lose interest in that character. Because I can, I can make do with the incessant sort of... Like, what's, what's the best way to describe him? Dick jokes. Grating. That's what I was going to say. But yeah, sure, <laughs> dick jokes. I can make do with that for an hour and a half. Yeah. But any longer than that, well, this is what I spoke about before the movie even came out. That's what they've got to be careful of. Mm. And obviously, length is important to that. Um, and to dick jokes. Oh, very good work. Anyway, uh, the director who is at the forefront at the moment is David Leach, one of the co-directors of John Wick. Oh, I did hear this news, yeah. Mm. But how's, how's he going to do John Wick chapters 3 to 17? If they make another one, they're not going to make a third John Wick, are they? Why not? He's a li- great look, character. I like the first... No, we think he's a great character, but that's all going to change next year when it's the worst film of the year. <laughs> like, this is the thing. If we're going to do our predictions now for next year and say, oh, what's going to be good next year? What's going to be shit? John Wick 2 has the potential to absolutely ruin all the goodwill I have going into it. And the goodwill <laughs> is only the fact that I really like the first one and I don't think they should make a second one. So the goodwill evaporates the moment I buy that ticket. Because at that point, I'm like, I've made a huge mistake and so have the studio and they're about to show me what mistake that was. I don't want to know more! 
I know enough. I don't want to, I don't want it to be a series of films where a man gets a new dog every time. I don't want to know that. <laughs> I've seen Marley and Me. <laughs> that was not an interesting enough film to warrant two sequels called John Wick and John Wick 2. Pretty sure that's what John Wick is, right? Sequel to Marley and Me? I'm pretty certain. It's what would happen to Owen Wilson in real life. <laughs> oh, imagine. Owen Wilson for John Wick 3. For, it, that's the only way I'll let them make John Wick 3. Is if John Wick is played instead Owen by Owen Wilson. No, in fact... No, the character is no longer John Wick. It's Owen Wilson. It just changes. Played like. by Luke Wilson, weirdly. <laughs> uh, that's the news for this week. Those, well those well, the, the well news done, news hog. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Stop, stop calling me news hog. <laughs> really mean. Okay, let's get to reviews then, shall we? Reviews. Just slide straight into it. Okay, I got some reviews. What have you seen, Andy? I went and watched Jack Reacher. The new Jack Number Reacher Number two, film. never go back. Don't go back. What's holding you back? Okay. What's the what's the verdict on, uh, okay, on the so first number one? What what did you enjoy about the first one? I liked the first one. Um, I thought it was just a it was a decent enough action film. It it doesn't do anything too spe- it doesn't do anything too special, but it also is not a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's enough intrigue in it to keep it going, and I thought that you know by the end of it, it, it was kind of like a thriller, but with action set pieces. Um, I thought Tom Cruise was all right in the part. There's a few slapstick moments in there. Um, Banana peel, classic. The, the, you know the ones where um, he's fighting those two guys in the house, and I'm pretty sure there were sound effects over the top, like. <laughs> but to be fair, Doctor Zoidberg had just run through the room. Um, but I, I liked that was a much better joke than you gave it credit for. You can't just skip <laughs> on and be like, "Oh, I like the fuck you for not laughing." It was good. I liked the first one, um, and basically, since between watching the first one. And the second one, I've actually read the first Jack Reacher novel. Okay. Um, the Killing Floor. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And I basically, when I realised this was coming out so soon, I got really excited. I was like, actually, I really enjoy this character now. Mm-hmm. I've got much more respect for how the character's built. I also realised that Tom Cruise is definitely not Jack Reacher. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Reacher 2 basically puts him in a situation where he starts off emailing... A general or something, played mm-hmm. by... A major, I believe. Yeah. Played play by Kobe Smulders. Yeah, from... How, how I Met Your Mother and, and How I Buried Your Mother. Um, and they start emailing and then they decide to meet up. And basically he's going there for a quick bang by the looks of things. Um, but when he gets there, he finds out that she... Which is odd because she's half his age, but let's move on from that. <laughs> when uh, I think she's 34 in the film, I think. But Tom Cruise is approaching sixty. But he's pl- he's playing a forty-year-old. I think. Of course he is. Um, but because yeah. why not make him anywhere further away from the character he's supposed to be playing? But he goes to meet her and finds out that she's been arrested for treason. Okay. Um, and for selling military speak uh, secrets. Mm. And the whole story is him basically very relevant trying to save save her from um a deep-rooted conspiracy. And is there a mole? I bet there's a mole. <laughs> I can't remember if there's a mole. There's got to be a mole. I don't think there's a mole. Well, there's a corrupt official somewhere, right? Yes. Oh, all there's over always the place. a corrupt official. There's a corrupt official um, in the trailer, for God's sake. The sheriff. <laughs> oh, thanks for helping oh, us no, bring in that corrupt that scene, sheriff. That scene is literally two minutes at the beginning. That's the very beginning of the film. Yeah, I figured it would be. Um, but yeah, basically, it's him going around finding out that there's other people with their hands in a pie, sort of thing. Um, this film could basically be running the movie because there is so much running 
from Jack Reacher. But Inferno came movies. out as well last week. Like, and that's just running, right? Like this is that's all that those films. Half were. of the season is filmed with Tom Cruise running. They mm. really nail down that. The thing is, Tom Cruise is good at two things: being Tom Cruise and I'm running. running. Um, but I felt that, like, basically, my, to get my opinion out of the way quickly on this film is, I enjoyed it to a point, mm. but I honestly think if you have no enjoyment of the first film, or and and enjoyment of the character you will get nothing from this but if you have some enjoyment then i think you'll find something from this to enjoy but were, less than the first one there were definitely points in it that i that i laughed mm. and there were points that i uh, really enjoyed i felt exhilarated i thought that um that what they did there's a really nice fight scene in the middle as well mm-hmm. where you see kind of um and i think it helped as well because i've read the book i now know how his mind works Right. So I understood how, when he was in this fight, exactly how he's worked out exactly what he's going to do to get out of that situation. Um, but I think... Does it all freeze and then Robert Downey no, Jr. No. comes over and goes, Oh, good. Uh, but I think it's safe. You, if you watch like. this film, I don't think you'd get as much out of it. Um, I agree. But I also I think, agree without seeing it. I also think it's, it's too long. Mm-hmm. It's too long, the film, and it's not as enjoyable. It's about two hours. Um, yeah, well, the first one's actually longer, but this feels longer. Oh, okay, right. Um, and it's not as much, it's not as interesting as the first film. Mm. Um, and I'm sure the book is, and I'm sure there's a lot more intrigue, but it seems... Is this one based on a book? Yes, they've right. both been so far. Um, but it seems very by the numbers. Mm. Um, and by the end, you kind of know what's going to happen. And there's a child character that he's got to escort around, and you're like, it doesn't seem as... as Put together. Yeah. Right. And then Dungeon there's some really nice moments in there. I think the last fight sort of thing, there's a couple of lines building up to it that I really enjoyed. And I won't spoil it because it, I think it, if you do want to watch it, it's it makes that fight worthwhile. Right. Okay. Um, but I just think that it doesn't hit the same notes as the first. Okay. Uh, which is a real shame because I really do like that character and I'm now looking to get more of the books because I really enjoyed that first book. Okay. Uh, but it's a real shame, really. Um, I'd say I'd recommend it if you're a Reacher fan, because you'll maybe get something out of it. But if you're not a Reacher fan at all, I don't think. And you'd if actually... you didn't like the idea think... of that Jack Reacher, and you are a fan of the novels, then, then probably probably don't read the novels. Um, mm. Basically, there are better act- there are better action films out there, and I'd say if you want a better action film, watch Bastille Day. Right. Like, I recommend that. Like, I watched that. Um, it's now called The Take or whatever. Um, and it's Idris Elba basically being... If you like Luther, it's Idris Elba being Luther in a film. Right. Uh, but it's basically Idris Elba being a badass and stopping... Um, it's Idris Elba in any film. Yeah. It's him and the guy from Game of Thrones who played Rob Stark. A guy oh, yeah. Me and name. him go way back. Um, <laughs> I don't watch enough of Game of Thrones to know who you're talking about. But basically, they think he's a criminal, but he's not. Right. Um, that's all done in the trailer anyway. And there's basically a group of guys trying Out to, to steal kill him. Some, trying to steal something. Nice. And Idris Elba's got to stop him, and he's going beyond the law to do it. Of course, he but is. that is a be- that is a better film, I feel. Um, so I'd recommend that. Okay, that's so my quick review. Of so the Steel Day slash the take on DVD, it's been called. Yeah, yeah, it's because it comes uh, out on DVD, so doesn't it? So, so it's perfect time for me to talk about now it. on DVD. Um, uh, okay, so that is a better action film than Jack Reacher. Yeah. Never go back, ever stopping or whatever. Never stop, never stop going that's back. That's the what. Uh, what else have you seen slash the, done? The final thing I was going to talk about is. Um, Skyrim Remastered came out. Lord of the Rings on Xbox One, as I yeah, call it's it. it's out on Xbox One and PS4, and I think they remastered it for PC as well. Is it coming maybe. out for GameCube? 
know. Okay. But I maybe for the Nintendo Switch, I think. I shall not be buying uh, the GameCube copy then. But, because um, it doesn't exist. No, a man asked me if I wanted <laughs> one. I was like, yes, I would. And then he said, I'll just need to make a smaller disc. But basically, me and, me and Mark have both gone back to Skyrim over the last few days. And I was a huge fan of the first game. I never actually completed the main missions. I just did all the side quests and stuff. Just a lot of fanging about in Tamriel. Um, but they remastered it. And basically, it now looks even better than it did before. Because when it came out the first time, it was like, this is incredible to look at. And now they've polished it up and it looks even better. Mm. Um, and also on the Xbox, you can activate mods. Uh, of course are, you can. Which are things for people... Modifications, have, yeah, I believe. Yeah, for people who put in... So you can like, change dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine and shit. But also like if things just to make the game easier. People disappoint me. Um, PS4 people doesn't have People always disappoint that. me. Well, the PS4 version is clearly the best one to get then. So you can't turn someone into a fucking tank engine. Why do they insist on doing these things? Oh, wouldn't it be funny if we put a... Ta- just play the game they want you to play. The good thing is, this version comes with all the DLC as well. So if you didn't play any of the... Um, I didn't. ...content in the first place, which I didn't either. I never... Because I didn't want to buy it. I didn't play any of the content downloadable <laughs> or otherwise. Um, but it comes with all that, so it means that you get to play the entire story that they did create. Um, and this was never really, as far as I remember, supposed to come out. This game was only upgraded due to the fact that they needed Fan to... Fan demand? Well, no, they wanted to find out whether they could use their... Bethesda wanted to know if they could use their game engine, which they were developing for Fallout 4, mm. which came out last year, um, on the Xbox and PS4. So what they did is they upgraded Skyrim because they already had that base game. I see. To see if it works, and when they found out it does, they then went, okay, now we can do it to Fallout 4. Mm. Um and once that was found out, because they said, they said in an interview, if I remember rightly, oh, we were never planning to release it. But when it was found out, the fan demand for it was so strong, they went, okay, people obviously want it, and it's going to make us money. Mm. Um, but I'd say, if you played all the DLC in the past, it's probably not worth upgrading. Right. Um, but if you're like me and Mark, who, who didn't play that stuff, and you really want to get back into that, because since they announced it, I've been itching to go back. Like, I've had so much fun just being, and I'm basically just doing the same kind of style of play as I did last time, but it's so nice being back in a game I think is one of the best games of the last 10 years, easily. Yeah, that works out, because Double Dash was 2004. But no, I'd really recommend it. And if you've never played Skyrim before, and you have a, a next-gen console... I have literally never played Skyrim before. Go, go for it, because it's it's incredibly in-depth. Like It's a game with so much detail, and I really enjoy it, especially if you enjoy your fantasy games as well. Um, it's a game like no other really but it really is the pinnacle of that genre so game of the week game of the lifetime golden eye double oh seven <laughs> banjo kazooie yeah no. Uh, no i've just told you the correct answer why would you try and give another one but no i'd say if i recommend then forget the three of them definitely so if you haven't got an one. xbox or a playstation go, go buy, an buy one much more expensive than going to the cinema, but apparently Jack Reacher really isn't worth it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's probably it for yeah, this week. Yeah, I think week. that's what we're going to have to do. Uh, as, as we said, Sunday we're back with our review of Doctor Strange. With special guests. So Crossover many special pod. guests. Yeah, there's five people on it. Well, four and Barrett. So, <laughs> too you know, many people. Four and two sentences from another guy. <laughs> um, 
No, it's yeah, good fun. It's, it's really good fun. Good we, fun. Had, we had a nice time, and we'll be uh, we'll be doing something with these guys again at some point. Yeah. Uh, but until then, the all I really got to say is thank you to you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you to me. As always, you can find us on Buzzsprout, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Facebook at Dinosaur Man Nerdcast, on Twitter at Dinosaur Man Fifteen. I will reply to you if you tweet at me. <laughs> There we are. I've made that promise publicly now, so, you know. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to rate. Or subscribe. If you enjoy what you're listening to, do give us a rating If you don't enjoy it, pretend you did. Pretend. It's not that hard. Give it five stars, four Four thumbs thumbs up. up. And if you only have three thumbs, that is a very sad day for you. (laughs) Thank you to John. four thumbs, that's that's a worse day. So many thumbs. Too many thumbs. You can play four different versions of Tamriel. Yeah, perfect. Thank you to Johnny Neves as ever for the theme song. It's really good. Um, it's on guitar. I think that's where we go. Until next time. Everybody have a nice week playing Skyrim. <laughs> didn't know you had. Didn't know you had that in you, mate. Pretending it was you. Okay. <laughs> Andy, that was a weird way to end the podcast. You big lummox. Die. 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 Die.